Blog Talk Radio. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Sugar Freedom Show. I'm Catherine Gordon, your host for today. And the question of today is, is this why diets don't don't work? Yes, it's calorie counting. So today in my studies and looking at emails and looking at different publications, I came across this in PubMed. Yes, PubMed.gov. Here's the title of this study. Low-calorie dieting increases cortisol. Really? Here it is, the abstract and objective. To test the hypothesis that dieting or the restriction of caloric intake is ineffective because it increases chronic psychological stress and cortisol production, two factors that are known to cause weight gain. So let's talk about cortisol and calorie counting in terms of dieting. And I thought a great place to start would be with was with the definition of diet. So what exactly is a diet? Well, I went to the uh, dictionary that's on my desktop, on my Mac. Hello, Macintosh. And here's the second definition. I think that this is important because I do believe that if diets don't work, then this is the second definition that we're talking about where we have a problem. And here it is, diet. A special course of food to which one restricts oneself, either to lose weight or for medical reasons. Quote, I'm going on a diet. As a modifier with reduced fat or sugar content. Oh, how interesting. Um, verb, diets, dieting, and dieted. Restrict oneself to small amounts or special kinds of food in order to lose weight. So this is very interesting. Now, I also want to go to the very first definition of diet, and that is diet, noun, the kinds of food that a person, animal, or community habitually eats. Well, now, this is pretty interesting, everyone, because I'm seeing that there is a difference between dieting and calorie counting. In other words, diet doesn't necessarily mean counting calories, but it does mean some kind of modification of food intake. It could be less. In some situations, say, if you were trying to build muscle, it could be more. So perhaps the question is, isn't, is this why diets don't work? Perhaps the better question is, is there something about calorie counting or caloric restriction that causes diets to fail? So let's take a look at what this study says. What the study is saying is that by restricting our calories, by counting calories, we're actually going to raise cortisol and make it harder to lose weight. Let's give some more examples on what they actually did during the study. And what they did was they chose the method. Um, 121 female participants were assigned randomly to one of four dietary interventions for three weeks. And the intervention was it tracked their caloric intake and restricted their caloric intake, 1,200 calories per day. The monitoring only condition tracked their caloric intake and ate normally. The restrictors was they were provided 1,200 calories a day of food but didn't track, and then the control group ate normally and did not track their intake. Before and after the interventions, participants completed measures of perceived stress and two days of saliva, saliva sampling to test for cortisol. And the results were restricting calories increased the total output of cortisol and monitoring calories increased perceived stress. So... Each day during the week when I'm at Gordon's studio and I'm training my students and we're having lots of fun doing turbulence training and doing 
high-intensity interval training for short classes, one of the things that we talk about is that our lives are so full of stress that that can make us hungry and it can make us want to overeat. So one of the things I always tell my students is I want to make sure that the training that we're doing isn't increasing your stress so much that you go home and overeat anyway. But now what I'm beginning to see, and what we're beginning to see from this particular study, is that the very act of restricting calories to a specific number can actually raise cortisol and cause difficulty. So the question that I have to ask, and I suspect the question that you may be asking as well is, so what do we do instead? So let's go back and look at these results one more time. And it says, results, restricting calories increased the total output of cortisol and monitoring calories increased perceived stress. Now, this particular study is looking at calories. Now, in terms of the sugar freedom diet, if you're familiar with the sugar freedom system and the sugar freedom plan, what we do is we don't count calories, but what we do is that we eliminate sugar, we eliminate grains, and we eliminate processed vegetable oils. So once again, we're getting into a situation where instead of counting calories, we're eliminating sugar and grains and processed oils. And the great question I suspect that you might have is, does that elimination or does that restriction increase cortisol and increase stress as well? What I have found for myself and for my students and for my clients who follow the program is that by eliminating the trigger foods, by eliminating the foods like sugar and flour and processed oils that give us trouble in the first place, very often what we get is, ta-da, spontaneous reduction in appetite, leading to a spontaneous reduction in overeating. And in other words, by eliminating the, sh- the foods that overstimulate the appetite, we're ending up eating foods that satisfy the appetite and we just naturally eat less. And I have found that this tends to be effective. On the other hand, when we add back in certain foods that for you and for me tend to be trigger foods, we re-stimulate that appetite and once again, the hunger gets out of control and we overeat. Now, one of the classic tools to control overeating over the years has been to pick a number of calories and then to stick to that number of calories. But what we're discovering from studies like this is that that might not be the number one best way to go about it. So I am suggesting that instead of counting calories, what I would like you to do is to write down three foods that always give you trouble, three foods that you always overeat, and then look at them and say, hmm, let's leave them out for a couple of days and see that see if we get a spontaneous reduction in appetite. And so the big worst historically trigger foods for me were just good old plain bread, whether it's white bread or whether it's wheat bread. Uh, another one would be um, chips, you know, those famous triangular-shaped sh- chips. And then uh, another one that I would often overeat would simply be something like uh, breakfast cereal. And so leaving out those three foods I found uh, is a very effective strategy for eliminating overeating. So what am I going to eat instead? For me personally, generally, that's going to be pastured eggs, uh, possibly uncured bacon, and then organic vegetables. It's a great way to start the day. So there you have it. Is this why diets don't work? Because counting calories actually raises cortisol and uh, causes more stress and can trigger more overeating. 
So thank you for joining me today on the Sugar Freedom Show where we have answered another one of your questions. And join me again soon where we're going to be opening up the switchboard. You're going to be able to call in, and I'm going to be having guests from the world of healthy eating and fitness and fat loss. So thank you for joining me again on the Sugar Freedom Show. You can find out more about Sugar Freedom by visiting sugarfreedom.com or sugarfreedom.com slash blog. Thanks, listeners, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.